This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. Kyle graduated near the top of his class from a very nice school. Today, he's got about $50,000 in student loan. Point is, Kyle's back home, live with mom and dad, which is kind of ironic because there's a ton of opportunity out there in the skilled trades. And with that kind of concentration and manual dexterity, Kyle here could pretty much write his own ticket. Manual dexterity, you guys know what I'm talking about. Some of you are at home playing Nintendo. You, you know you've got a little manual dexterity. But what we heard was micro at a recent Caterpillar promo. And Mike Rose talking about, if you heard, is college everything right now? Is college the way to go? Is college in your destiny in terms of the jobs that are available? And these jobs, uh, specifically as it relates to the automotive industry, we got a situation, and that situation is serious. We got a shortage. Now, you probably heard about the shortage of nurses. Have you? You have? It's real, but the shortage of automotive mechanics, automotive technicians is huge. Over the next six years, we're talking about almost 800,000 mechanics that are going to be needed, automotive technicians. So today's show topic, you mechanical maniacs, we always welcome you back, is the serious and worrisome shortage of mechanics. Welcome back to the show, Wrench Nation. Frank here in studio. We are so grateful for you guys joining us. Uh, I've got to get the clap button. I can't move on. There's the applause. And let's get it going. Do we have the... <laughs> this is our favorite kind of clap right here. Yeah, the there real... The ball. All right, yeah. Look at it. There we go. You know, technology. We just... <laughs> look, we want to go old school. But seriously, we welcome you back every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Wrench Nation. Uh, if you're catching this on the podcast, welcome. Uh, you guys know we upload every Sunday. We so appreciate you guys tuning in. Every week with us. And of course, 88.7 The Pulse here at the East Valley Institute of Technology. This is our home, man. And we appreciate you guys tuning in as well as Saturday. Saturday morning, we've got uh, KFNX 1100 at 8 a.m. You guys rock. So what are we talking about? We had Mike Rowe uh, sort of open up the clip here. And Mike's been on a campaign. Of course, you guys have seen him. He's been talking about all the jobs available, good, bona fide, skilled jobs. Now, we're not talking about some drive through job, cheeseburger, fast through, no skilled labor job. We are nothing against that, but we're talking about skilled labor people. So we are going to dive into one of what, God, it sure feels like this to many of us mechanics, garage owners, folks that are in the industry. There's a huge shortage. The shocking truth of our past the way we did things wrong, how we disrespected the mechanics, how we didn't train, how we didn't pay. That's a nerve, and we need to own that. So we're going to dive in to now hiring, history's worst shortage of mechanics. This chronic shortage is alive and kicking, and there are certainly things that we can do. We're going to talk about some of the innovative ways that our industry currently has said, hey, you know what, we're going to clean up our act. How can we entice, how can we attract younger talent, perhaps talent, older talent? Someone is leaving an industry and says, hey, I'm 38, retired from, let's say, military, 42 for military. Why would I even want to become an automotive technician? 
Uh, the complexities, uh, complexities of the cars and trucks today, that's a whole other industry uh, concern. But we're really going to dive in uh, deep. And for all my mechanic friends and shop owners, welcome. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in as well. We've got Greg Bunch. He's going to join us. Greg Bunch uh, from the Aspen Auto Clinic out of uh, Colorado. Uh, he's going to be joining us. i got to tell you guys, you're going to really, really like this. He's got an amazing program that he has started this whole initiative that is uh, just amazing that the industry is paying attention to. And while we're in studio, uh, we're going to clap again. We've got Kelly. I want my clap button back. I don't know. I feel like I'm not wearing well, shoes. Try it out. Try it out. I'm trying it. Let's hit the clap button. And it's, there you go. Is it working? It's not working. Let's move on. <laughs> Bigger and better things than the clap, of course. Always a spiritual clap, a professional clap. Uh, Lee and Kelly Weatherby, thank you guys for rejoining us back in the studio. Rock on. Welcome to the show. Thank, thank you, you for having much. us. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, we're going to dive into some interesting things. And, and one of the things, we just got to clear the air. Uh, our second annual, for those of you that have not heard, we have got our automotive scholarship, $4,000. People, Lee and Kelly Weatherby from Accurate Automotive, sponsors of the scholarship. You guys are amazing. Thank you for, for doing that this second year. It's a great program, Frank, and you know what? It's, uh, it's what we need more of. Um, we need more techs like you're talking about, and we need more people who enjoy doing what we do. I mean, this is, this is a fun industry to get engaged with. Um, but It know, is, and we're going to get to that because yeah. some, some parents primarily, we got a lot of parents listening to the show, and perhaps you uncles that have busted knuckles back in the <laughs> 80s and 90s working on cars, you're telling your nephews and nieces, no, don't, don't you don't want to become a mechanic. Well, hopefully after an hour with us, uh, you guys can probably uh, envision that there is some change and there's a lot of respectable things going on in the industry. And of course, Lee and Kelly, uh, Kelly, uh, step up to the mic. I always, uh, <laughs> Kelly's wearing her visor, her wrench nation. You rock. We appreciate you. Uh, how are things in the garage? You know, we're busy as ever because the hot weather is back and we're just uh, blessed. We have a lot of great uh, customers that are return customers and recommending work all the time. Uh, they're friends and family to us. Um, not without uh, some heartache. You yeah. know, we, we had um, this whole sponsorship came about as Lee and I complaining to each other about how we have a shortage of techs. And, you know, Lee and I looked at each other and said, well, you know, like, what are we doing to help the situation? And right in our backyard, basically, you know, we're a stone's throw away from EVIT. So yeah. we found, I was somewhere and came in contact with a, you know, member here. And I just thought, wow, this was not a coincident meeting. You know, it just came at the right time. And uh, we developed this, you know, partnership with um, the technician, the technical school here. And yeah. so we're just really thrilled to be part of it. We're thrilled to see what comes um, out of the, you know, what are the, the results, right? I mean, I think that's fair to say. You guys listening, you understand. We do things in life. We want, we want a little bit of results. It's like eating food. Is my belly going to get full? <laughs> we have a scholarship. And simply put, you can text CAREER, 480-655-8870. Throughout this whole show, we want you to get involved. Text 480-655-8870. Bree, what are the qualifications, real quick, again, for the scholarship? Okay, so basically the qualifications for this scholarship are you need to text in, you need to apply, you need to be an adult. So this is going to give you one year of paid training for any of the EVIT automotive programs. That means if you want to be a diesel mechanic, text CAREER, 480-655-8870. If 
you're willing to put in the work, we're willing to put in the investment into you. Thanks in a huge part to Lee and Kelly from like from Accurate Automotive. That's right. And we're excited for you guys. Because look, man, you know, the thing is, Lee and Kelly and myself and many in the industry, it's a fact, man. We don't just go home with boatloads of money and, and things like that and say, oh, yeah, how can we get richer and... I mean, business is business. We got to be profitable, but we are definitely paying it forward. Lee had said something very fascinating, and that is the premise of this show, people. And you all can relate. I don't care what industry you're in. A lot of you are listening casually. You've made it a destination on your dial every Wednesday. This is about facing the facts and reality to a particular industry. And our industry, the automotive industry, currently has a shortage. And instead of pointing fingers, we're going to make change. And so this show is about that. And we, uh, again, I've got Greg Bunch coming on in a little bit. Uh, before we get back to Lee and Kelly, we are going to cover, of course, you guys know. You guys, we all hate snitches. We hate people that steal. We don't like thieves. Well, there was a problem in the autonomous self-driving world of a former Apple employee with stealing trade secrets. <laughs> stealing trade secrets. On Monday, uh, this individual was accused of downloading a blueprint related to a self-driving car. And guess where he went? On his little personal laptop. He went right over to China. And he mm -hmm. fleed over there. And according to a criminal complaint uh, that was filed recently in the federal courts, this is a big problem. Uh, of course, if you have technology right under there, is your whole team processes and systems to protect it. Mm -hmm. But not always is the case. Uh, it goes on to say that they're working with the authorities on this matter. I mean, that's the least they can do. And they're going to do everything possible. Um, there's a lawyer that has been appointed. And, you know, all these trade secrets, it's like any business. I mean, that's Apple. Those are big dogs. And that's, uh, you know, autonomous vehicles right now is a hot topic. But, I mean, if I have someone in my garage that, that taps into my database. Lee, we protect our databases. We don't want people stealing stuff. Don't want, can't have it. You know, the thing of it is we work hard to, to provide, um, you know, safety and security, you know what I yeah. mean, for our customers. Yeah. And, and at the same time, you know, we want to make sure that we protect them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean, large business, mid medium, small business. You bet. It's like a pot of soup. We got to keep that soup pot covered. Boil it over. <laughs> you know, the thing of it is everybody thinks that they can do the same thing that you do just because they see it successfully being operated and done in your facility. Yeah, no uh, doubt. And they're going to duplicate that. And it's just not as easy as it may appear. Yeah, no doubt. So there's a little bit of your news. I got to tell you that you guys were amazing on Facebook, um, Ranch Nation Facebook. We had a, well, we got a giveaway. We beat up some of the folks that support the show. And we said, listen, we don't want little pens in the pockets. We don't want little rubber things that go in the door. We want a $100 value GB40 boost jump, jump starter. <laughs> this thing is incredible, people. Uh, it says you can 20 times jump start per charge. Keep it in your ride. Many of you... Uh, got on to Facebook and YouTube and, and Wrench Nation Twitter and everywhere you were at, we were at. And I've got a drawing later for that. So hang in there. We're going to do that towards the end of the show. You know, uh, before we take a break, I, I have to ask you, Lee, to set this up for the next segment. One of the things that we have talked about over the years, quite frankly, in, in hiring folks is it can be challenging you and Kelly had, the, the last year or so, how many interviews did you have? We, we had 17 People actually come in and leave us within the last year. No, I mean, that's, the, that's a crazy number. And, and, and that's a brutal number because that means we had 17 employees that were hired 
and 17 that left. That means to, the interviews. To uh, yeah, the specific say, think, question. Think about how many people we interviewed. 87. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, nice. that, that's a lot. We're going to get back to that. And and for you driving, that uh, you know, I don't have a care about the automotive industry. I just want my vehicle fixed. Well, let me ask you a question: If your check engine light is on and there is a shortage of mechanics, Uh-oh. are you willing to wait four days, five days for your car to be fixed? That's what we're talking about. Stay tuned, Branch Nation. Next, Susan, we've had a lot of people call Branch Nation during the show. They want to get involved in the automotive industry. Yeah, Frank, so we have a scholarship that's intended to encourage adults who are interested in a career in the automotive technology field to engage in education in a quality automotive program. You bet, and that's the way to go. The automotive field is vast, it's large, and there's a huge demand. Got to be a graduate or have a GED equivalent, and winners will be notified by email and phone and posted on WrenchNation.tv no later than July 18th. We got a scholarship, Yeah, or you can text CAREER to 480-655-8870, and we'll send you a link to the application. That's right. Scholarship is made possible by Wrench Nation and Accurate Automotive. Apply now. Text CAREER 480-655-8870. We wish you well. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores amazing service. Knowledgeable counter folks a complete line of original equipment parts that our customers deserve if you're an installer get on to partsauthority.com check locations nationally near you partsauthority.com bolt-on technologies automotive software solutions auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text real-time digital reports multi-point inspections estimates and repair information at your fingertips info at boltontechnology.com ranch nation car talk call or text your questions now 480-655-8870. Well, and of course, if you're catching this uh, Saturday morning, uh, we welcome you guys from uh, KFNX. You guys rock. You can always, with your car care questions, uh, perhaps you're listening to this on the podcast or the replay, we're here for you 24-7. It's really important to us to help you out. 480-655-8870. Or you can tag on to Wrench Nation Facebook. Uh, we do have, you know, I asked you the question for you listening. You know, no matter where you're at in life, if your check engine light comes on, listen, it, it's not like giving birth, people. You want to be in and out. You don't want to be laid up in a hospital somewhere for four or five days. Well, we have a serious shortage right now. You've heard of the nursing shortage, and we have a shortage with automotive mechanics. And this show topic is really diving in on, A, recognizing as an industry that, uh, yeah, we did some things wrong, and B, what is happening now for the future uh, to entice uh, and engage uh, the the future of the automotive uh, technician. So, uh, Bree, you said we had, do we have JB on? All right, JB, come on in, baby. Yo, guys. All right, look at, we got your music and everything. Board. See, now we're comfortable. We're putting, we're putting our shoes back on. We have to have the music back up and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's comfortable with shoes on? I don't, I know, you, well, I don't know. You're probably in a pool Flashback, right now. Flashback, not Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, JB from Bolton, Wiser Advisor. We're gonna we're gonna kind of last minute change things up because we got a big show right here. We're not gonna do the the, the Wiser Advisor challenge because I want to bring some 
uh, content that's worthy to the folks right now. Not that we, we don't have the giveaways every week. JB, you've been in this industry a long time. Is it time for us to just face the fact and be accountable for all the dumb things that we've done um, I- as an industry? Absolutely, Frank. I mean, we've made a lot of mistakes. Um, uh, it's so hard. I mean, just earlier today, I was uh, talking with somebody, and the thing is, is where do you even start? And I think it's got to be a PR program that gets into the schools, gets out to the public that lets them know, hey, auto technicians are no longer grease monkeys. We're not people that are dirty. We're not people that don't know what we're doing. We've got to be people that are trained to the level of a doctor. I mean, think about this. A doctor goes to school for like 12 years, 16 years. A technician now goes to school for two years for something, the car, that changes yearly where the body changes every millennium. I get that. I get that. That's good stuff. I mean, before we get to Lee uh, Weatherby and Kelly Weatherby, who's in studio from Accurate Automotive, uh, what do you tell a youngster that's going to invest in tools? I mean, a lot of folks are listening right now. They, they're they leaving the industry. They've been in for 30, 35 years, and they're probably laughing at us. Oh, they've been trying to change the industry. But one of the big things, JB, is there's an investment in tools. How can an average business entice a youngster to become a part of a trade that has a forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 almost entry fee in a toolbox? What do we do differently there? What's your idea? Well, the, the big thing is we, we have to start subsidizing tools. I mean, you've had the toolbox, I have the toolbox and all that, but that, things are changing. It's just way too expensive, too many individual tools needed. So the facilities, the businesses, I think need to put together a program where they have some buy-in to the tools and help the technicians. And you know what? The technician doesn't work out like those folks just said they had 17 people come in and come out. Well, the the place owns the tools. They sit on the tools, and what they do is, hey, if you stay with us for 10 years, they could be yours. All right, I get it. It's like a starter pack. Hey, listen, we're going we're gonna to bring in, we do have somebody very special uh, out of California, Newport Beach fancy special. Uh, we got Rocky Kamenian. I hope I didn't butcher his last name. Rocky, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Briefly, tell the people, uh, where's your place? You've got a garage out in Newport Beach. Tell us about your place. It's actually close to Newport Beach. I'm in Costa Mesa. All right. Well, you're by the beach, not us Arizonans. we got to travel for the beach. But tell us, uh, what's the name of your garage? Uh, Bimmer and Benz Specialist in Costa Mesa. Yeah, Bimmer right. and Benz. All right. Newport You've been around for a while. You've been around for yeah. a while. You yeah, also been around for 30 years. 30 years. So you've seen a lot of changes. Um, you're also yeah. heading one of the big chapter associations out there that are dialed into several hundred uh, garages, correct? Yes, I'm a president of ASCCA, which is Automotive Service Councils of California, the largest automotive industry in California, or you know, actually industry association in California. Yeah, you guys are big, and you're doing a lot of the right things. So let me, t- let me ask you, we're talking about tools and entry level. Um, as an industry, sort of setting a baseline with everybody on the show, mm-hmm. we've, we've kind of jacked things up in the past. Didn't we just kind of get us to this point? We didn't pay attention, didn't we? No, we're um, unfortunately the automotive industry as of now, and I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Frank, because you just no, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat, want to sugarcoat it sugarcoat either. It. People deserve Absolutely. better. This industry unfortunately suffers from uh, uh, unity, and uh, so therefore it suffers from uh, education at large as as a as a whole, um, and. Uh, we're most of the shop owners, unfortunately, think that they live in an island, 
So therefore, uh, well, wait a minute, Rocky. Can you blame them? It's a, it's a look, look. You guys listening, you get your car fixed. It's coming in and out. You see the deal, but it's a lot to run a garage. Um, we've got Lee Weatherby and Kelly Weatherby in studio. Lee, uh, Rocky is really hitting on a nerve. We're just fragmented. We're not a collective. Like people aren't getting together doing scholarships as yeah. they. Sh- I mean. The, the, the real the, he, he hit on a, on on that note and the reality of it is it is about education because you know what we are not on an island we are and need to become more collaborative we need to become you know as as a community but how do you tell the shop owner like I, I've got a garage owner right now on the south side of Phoenix uh, he's not a fancy garage mm-hmm. but he's he's doing his thing he's serving his community he doesn't come to these meetings maybe he's not he just is stretched with time. Can he get on the internet? How does somebody like that get out of that island situation? Unfortunately, Frank, you cannot wish something for somebody else. They have to have their own desire to do it. Yeah. They have to take ownership of their business, and they have to be not indecisive about what it is they want for the future. If you want to know about what I think the mistakes are that we've made in this business, it was that we were not looking forward and helping the younger generation understand just exactly how fun, exciting, and liberating this business can be. Rocky, you agree with that? Yes, I do. Um, there are so many. Uh, I know you're trying to touch the uh, automotive repair shop side of it. There's also a, a, a other portion of this is that uh, did you know that 44 million people in the United States owe $1.2 trillion in student debt? And did you know that most of these people that have been to colleges and have degrees don't have jobs. Oh, well, that's why we opened up with Mike Rowe. Yep. I wasn't trying to be tongue-in-cheek with you uh, listening. I, I wanted you to understand, uh, and, and I think most of you do. Okay, you saw it, you watched it, you listened to it, and then you went back on your business. You're saying, Rocky, that there is a dilemma. We have for generations pushed our kids to college only, college only, or else it's going to be a problem in your life. So, Tell me more, Rocky, and we're going to get Kelly in on this. Absolutely. So um, the, stu- the high school uh, aides, uh, counselors, they need to change their attitudes as far as uh, colleges are concerned. The biggest reasons why this is happening is because uh, financial institutions in this country are, have more power than anybody else, and so they're trying to get these uh, interests, collecting the interest from the parents by loaning them the uh, the money that they need to go to college. Yeah, so that's gosh. one side of it. So the other side is that the uh, high school counselors are also enticed to do the same because they they have certain special interests. Yeah. However, this is a complete treason for this country. It's it's it is it is a catastrophe. I would look at it that way. Kelly Weatherby's in studio. Kelly, you're chomping at the bits. We're Hi. talking about education, college, yeah. all of these skilled jobs across the board. Uh, automotive mechanics for sure. Uh, Rocky, hang tight. Of course, JB, we haven't forgotten about you. Kelly, tell us. Well, I think that maybe some of it is too, um, you know, we, maybe we can get back to the, you know, your dad's a mechanic and then you're a mechanic and your sons are mechanics. You know, your dad's a firefighter, you're a firefighter, your son's a firefighter. Maybe we can get back a little bit more to that. Well, I see uh, you know, a lot making of that. Because, I mean, yeah. maybe you've got a dad who's a, you know, technician, and he's saying to his son, you know, why don't you be a doctor or a lawyer? Well, there's lots of ways to make money. Yeah. Tons of ways to make money. And an automotive technician is a very admirable career. It is. I mean, I saw just recently 
Uh, Brother J.D. Uh, Wrench Wars, uh, he was on Discovery Channel some time ago, and now he's on Mav TV, and he travels the country, and he's doing these builds. He's got his sons and mm-hmm. his family yeah. working those backyard builds, but we got to think bigger here. Let's face the fact, and, and Rocky, hang on, because Lee Weatherby's in studio as well. We want to give an opportunity for everybody. We're going to hit a break here shortly. Lee, look, parents have said for the last, come on, let's face it, the last 20 years, uh, the automotive is, is just, you know, you don't want to be a part of that. They're ripping people off. You know, they're, they're dirty. What are you doing, Lee, in your garage today as a takeaway before we hit this break that makes a difference to someone? that's coming on board for their future? Love it. Great question. It's perception. Um, You know, they're getting a perception, and it's a very strong perception because, let's face it, family we listen to. Um, And that's where you have to break through is that right at the very entry level, you've got to tell them the truth. In fact, you've got to hit them hard with the truth straight up front because the problem is the perception, you said it yourself, is that— But you're saying the truth is maybe mm, Johnny mm, or or Joan can't four-year college is maybe not the case. Absolutely, absolutely, but they got to be realistic with that. And the the truth of the matter is this. College is not for everybody, and some people are very good with their hands. Some people are very good with computers. These are all the mechanics of the future, by the way, all right? It doesn't matter what industry you currently work in right now. You could be an automotive service technician because those are going to be the skills that are going to be required. As we move forward, you can be an assistant, and there is lots of ways, as Kelly indicated, to make money. But the one thing we've got to stop doing is misleading, you know what I mean, our potential people that want to come in are potential opportunities to influence the younger generation, even the older generation, because here's the key. And I'll say it out loud. It's the elephant in the room. You know, you've got some places that it will tell you, hey, do this. Come to our school. Come to our training. Well, it's a false promise. Exactly. Listen, let's face it. I mean, I'm going to pick on you bank tellers out there. You know you you answer the ad to become a bank teller. Yes, I'm picking on the banking industry right now. And you went into the bank telling industry thing, and you were promised a VP of this and sales, and it didn't happen. It's a high turnover rate. So I think we need to, for sure, be honest about expectations. Rocky, can you hang on with us for next segment? Please hang on. I want to get your take. Of course, JB is still going to hang on. We've got Greg Bunch. I have a question for you listening as we get ready for break. Would you entertain a career in the automotive industry? I want you to text 480-655-8870. Would you turn a wrench for a career? What's holding you back? 480-655-8870. Wrench Nation. Stay tuned. This is Wrench Nation. My RPMs are like going up and down, and my car is like going back and forth. What is what is that? This is the Macarena. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation. 480-655-8870. Well, all right, Rock Club, welcome back, you guys. Wrench Nation uh, here with you. We're talking about the shortage of mechanics, a serious movement. You probably heard a shortage of nurses, and so on and so forth. I asked you, would you become a mechanic? Text in 480-655-887. Oh, do you have an interest in working on cars? Is there something holding you back? Text 480-655-887. Of course, we got Lee and Kelly Weatherby from Accurate Automotive. On hold, we've got Wally Cahill. Let's bring Wally Cahill. Briefly, we're going to touch upon a lot of you with a new car review. A uh, very popular portion of our segment. Wally had been out of town for a little bit, but Wally, what kind of car do you got for review this week? 
Well, you know, Frank, I'm actually still up in Wisconsin. We're doing some long-distance testing on a 2018 Toyota Sequoia 4x4 that Toyota was bragging about how tough it was, so we thought we'd take it up here to the farm and see just how tough this is. Oh, boy. Tell us how tough was that Toyota Sequoia. Well, okay. Uh, It starts with a 5.7 V8 making 381 horsepower and uh, 401 foot-pounds of torque. Great for the four-wheel drive. Wisconsin has a lot of inclement weather we've been experiencing almost daily. One thing that I've really found is the the weight of this Toyota is about 6,000 pounds. It really keeps me stuck to the ground and keeping from hydroplaning along with with the four-wheel independent wishbone suspension uh, that it has on it and the brakes and the fact it does have 20-inch tires, so it's got great ground clearance, and we've been doing some puddle bashing that is second to none. All right, so you're telling me, who's a candidate for this Sequoia? I mean, a large family, uh, empty nester, who's going to buy a Toyota Sequoia? Yes, large family. It is an eight-passenger, three-row SUV, so I would say large family or maybe even a construction person that needs to haul his crew around a little bit. I know I've been hauling the film crew around with it, and it works great for that. Yeah, you sound like you're in the Sahara of South Africa somewhere. You're definitely testing a Toyota Sequoia. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, the only thing, i got to gotta say one thing that, that maybe Toyota can work on a little bit, you know, it does have 381 horsepower, so I understand mileage is going to be at a premium. I'm seeing 14.7 miles per gallon for yeah. real-world testing. I'd like to see about 20 out of it. If oh, that's a tough feat. That's a tough feat. Where can uh, folks find the Toyota Sequoia? You know, any one of the Toyota dealers nationwide you know, will have this Toyota Sequoia. So when I get back into town, we'll go ahead and start talking to dealers again. But right now, I'm so far up, I think I'm on the South Pole. Wow, you are. You sound like I said, man. You're up there in the North Pole somewhere testing. Hey, that's Wally Cahill uh, calling in. Thank you, Wally, for joining in with the uh, Toyota Sequoia. Of course, you can catch Wally uh, AZ Family Channel 3 every Sunday with a new car review. Thank you, Wally, for calling in. You're quite welcome, Frank. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. All right, so let's bring in Greg Bunch. We're back to the topic here about this serious shortage. Uh, Greg Bunch, Aspen Auto Clinic out of Colorado. Thank you for chiming in. How are you, partner? Good. How are you? Thanks for your patience. This show just moves and grooves. Uh, tell us, uh, it does, doesn't it? Uh, Aspen Auto Clinic. Uh, tell us about your your company out there in Colorado. Uh, sure. I started my company in my garage back in two thousand one, and we have grown it to five locations. We have four in Colorado Springs and one in the South Denver area. Uh, we serve almost all the communities of Colorado right now, kind of from the central all the way north, and um, we're a full-service auto repair shop, so we're doing anything from an oil change to a brake job. To all right, so, I mean, you're, you're a pretty reputable, award-winning. You, you're, you're now hiring sign has been out a time or two, yes? Oh, yes. It's uh, definitely a challenge as you're trying to grow a business is to find really good people to <clears throat> journey with you uh, when you're when you're trying to grow a company, and uh, I, you guys touched on it earlier on the show, but you know, as a nation, what are we down to three percent unemployment? And in the automotive world, and it's been that way for a long time, Frank, as you know, um, it's really a zero unemployment. There's not a, a good technician out there that couldn't have a job somewhere else within an hour. That's um, a fact. I mean, know, I, I I can and, totally agree. We've got Lee and Kelly Weatherby, Accurate Automotive, in studio. They've seen some pains. All right, so we're reflecting 
on what is happening. We've talked about the past, the black eye, a lot of things that we probably didn't do right. Um, and, and we do have to speak for the whole industry. What are you doing, Greg, out in Colorado that is creating some pretty neat buzz? Talk to us about that. Well, um, we are starting what, we, what we're calling the Automotive Institute of Science and Technology. Um, and that was kind of a brainstorm idea. I, I did a fundraiser a couple years ago and got connected with a really super dynamic uh, auto shop teacher, and he shared his vision with me of having a charter school that starts, uh, students would start in the ninth grade, and they could actually not only go through high school, but actually uh, graduate after six years with their associate's degree. And it's all based on, it's a STEM school, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math, but it's really focused and based on automotive. And so I said, wow, that's really a great concept. Uh, tell me more about it. Hey, what if you did this and what if you did that? So we kind of did some brainstorming. And then we went out to the industry, uh, to the big players that, that you know, and, and you're talking about, you know, being fragmented. There's not, you know, there's no way I could afford to do this. Um, and so I went to some of our parts suppliers and some some big people in the. You put a collective today. together. You put you put an yeah. army together. We can't fight battles, man, by ourselves. Exactly, and that's that. You know, that's it's one of the downsides. I mean, ninety six percent of auto repair shops are mom and pop, family owned businesses. They're not big uh, organizations like other industries. So, you know, it takes our parts suppliers and and people that we work with to to get behind us and help because without us being customers, they don't have anybody to sell parts to. And we need people helping us so we can sell parts and we can help our customers and so on. I mean, it's amazing. It's all all full circle. It's full circle. So So how is this program coming along? Well, um, Anthony, the kind of the brain child of this, you know, that, and he's been working for the last year diligently uh, putting together the whole um, charter school plan we submitted that to a local, one of the local school districts. We have three or four. They were the ones that had the most interest in it. And so another meeting tomorrow, they basically said, yeah, we like where this is going. Uh, this is definitely a need in the community, a need in our country. And uh, let's, you know, there's some more. There's a lot of legal paperwork, so we had to go back to the drawing board on a few things and correct a few things. In so our you're you're really trying to crack into a system. You're trying to crack into a system. We took a lot of these programs away from uh, voca- you know, the vocational programs yeah, right. from high schools. We know this. Uh, do we still have Rocky holding? Let's bring Rocky. Rocky's out of California, Costa Mesa. Uh, garage owner, shop owner, professional for the last 30 yeah, years. I, I had the privilege of meeting Rocky a couple weeks ago at a conference in Las Vegas. Rocky oh, cool is uh, a rock star. We got rock star Rocky on. Rocky, are you there, partner? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, just wanted to echo what Greg said is also that there's uh, so many different fronts that we have to be fighting as, as shop owners and, and as people in the industry. One of them also is to educate uh, your clients, uh, you educate your clients on what we do and how we do it, and it's just not plug it in and let them know what it is. It's not that. There's a lot, a lot of education that goes behind it. Um, we get this wrong, Rocky. We get this wrong because there's a competition for some. Let's just talk real here. Lee Weatherby's in studio, Rocky, and I don't want to get too crazy. Industry, uh, Greg Bunch is holding as well and chiming in. 
One of the problems that I have, and we can all agree, and we need to make change here, is that there is this movement of a free check engine light, free code pull, I can free, 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 and Rocky hit it on the point, Lee Weatherby in studio, we're network engineers, there's 100 million lines of code on this new 18 F-150, are you doing that for free? Absolutely not. Now how do we tell the consumer about that? How are you explaining value behind an x-ray fee for this, Lee. Talk oh, to me about that. Yeah, no, I love it. It's um, Free is probably my least favorite four-letter word. You know what I mean? And it's simply But how because, are you explaining that to oh, folks? Oh, real, real easy. We just, we just made a series of videos uh, about what you get, what you pay for. What, it, what is the value of value? You know what I mean? That is what people need to understand is when something's cheapest. Is it when you can buy a part cheaper over here or there? Is it when, you know, you have somebody that will put it on, you know, for the price that, you know, you want to pay or is the value in what do you get for what you're paying for? Is the value really in the quality and the longevity? Well, you're talking peace of mind and everything for sure. But the key to it is this. It's all about the culture of what you run in your shop. Because what Rocky's talking about, what Greg's talking about, it is the culture. Education is not just internal. It's external as well. And we have to put forward for our customers through videos, through other uh, social media. We haven't done a good job educating. Nobody has. No. But the the reality of it is we have such an opportunity to influence and affect all those that we want to serve. Yeah. And that means serving the people that are within our shops as well. Yeah. So, Greg Bunch, real quick, and and we're certainly going to do a follow-up show on this. Greg, you're running into a lot of parents (laughs) out there. And uh, what are parents saying about, I mean, are they hip to having their kids go to a trade school? Uh, some are and some aren't. What What's great about the school, if we can get out of the ground, is uh, there would it, there would be no tuition. So their 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 kids That's would huge. be graduating is, with uh, a a two year associate's degree. Doesn't cost them anything. Actually, can go out and make a living and uh, and provide and and become you know fill a. a fill some of those 800,000 slots that you're Yeah, no doubt about it. Greg Bunch, before we disconnect, where can people help? Where do we send people to help with this movement on this charter school effect? Um, Well, we have a Facebook page up. Uh, Let me pull that up here. It's uh, Institute for Automotive Technology. That's okay. If you don't have it right away, (laughs) yeah, I got you covered. Off air, I'll get it, and we'll share it on the Wrench Nation. Uh, you guys stay tuned. Okay. We got Greg Buckley. Greg Bunch out of Colorado Aspen Auto Clinic. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining. No problem. No problem. Thank you. Running a garage can be challenging, but we want to reduce the challenges, and we really don't need any rechecks or poor productivity in the back shop, and certainly not being able to take care of our customers. I'm Frank with Wrench Nation. I'm here to talk to you about Monroe Shocks and Struts. When it comes to performance of struts, as it relates to suspension, we go with Monroe. High quality value product reduces comebacks and gives our customers what they deserve quicker safer easier the complete monroe strut assembly is a win for productivity in our garage available for most popular passenger cars light trucks and suv applications a lot more productivity can happen in our garage while we're serving our customers giving them the quality they deserve with a quick strut assembly by monroe Demand the best struts and shocks from Monroe. Complete assemblies, strut standalones, and shocks. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Well, all right, we asked you the question, would you become a mechanic, an automotive technician? Uh, No matter where you're at in the country, who you are, what uh, diversity background you are, Texas 480-655. 
888-900-8870. Welcome back. We do have a caller on the line. Uh, gentleman has been in the industry, I understand. Uh, Andrew, are you uh, holding? Yes, I am. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Well, I just want to say um, I've seen the good. I've seen the bad. Andrew, please turn down uh, your radio I'm... for us. I turn down your radio, buddy. Okay, it's all sorry. good. No, you're fine. Go ahead, Andrew. It's hands-free in the car, so. <laughs> um, no, I've been in the industry for a while. I've seen the good. I've seen the bad. Uh, and, like, what... what well, wait a minute. When you say you've cool? seen the bad, what bad are you talking about? We've got a minute. Go ahead. Okay, I've seen bad as in service writers trying to go for more and more and more labor hours. So they're pushing money. Money, pe- the money before people. Yes. All right. I've seen the greed of the industry, and that's what I don't like about it. That's what kind of drew me out of the industry. I'm still in the industry. I'm in the extended warranty business. I'm in claims. Uh, I'm in claims. But, um, yeah. That's a tough balance. I mean, it's a good point, Andrew, you bring up. I mean, a business has to be respected and still stay alive and be in business, but certainly not putting profits before people. I think most will agree there. There's still a way to run a respectable business. Uh, Andrew, we appreciate you hanging. I hate to make it short, but we do have to bring Greg Buckley. We always appreciate you tuning in. Stop by the garage, Chandler adopts, and we'd love to meet you down there over a hot uh, cup of coffee or a slushy, whatever you'd like, buddy. Thanks, Andrew. All right, we got Greg Buckley on the line. Greg Buckley from uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Greg, are you with us? Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. I appreciate your patience. Uh, We've got Rocky Kaminian. I know I butchered his last name uh, out of uh, Costa Mesa. He's hanging with us, too. And, of course, Lee Weatherby, Kelly Weatherby, Accurate Automotive. Greg Buckley, this is a hot topic. What are you doing in your garage right now uh, to entice the future to get youngsters attracted to this industry? Tell us what's your secret sauce, if we can use that phrase. Uh, Well, you know, the the secret is is you've got to have a dynamic culture, one that's built on educating and continuous learning. Um, we just took on two individuals. One happened to be my son, who came from the computer, uh, from the computer side, from the tech and, side. And that's what Kelly um, Weatherby's in studio. Kelly, you said that like we lost. Did we lose a generation here of not like sons and daughters yeah. and dads? And I mean, I think we did, but I think there's a way to regroup that and re and recoup some of those kids and, that maybe thought the IT world was going to be the way to go because that was the way that was well, blowing up, right? Well, but once I, a, I think well. I, I believe the, the attraction, and I'm, I'm going to—I'm I'm not I'm going to preface this again by saying it's my son. Yeah. However, what he saw in his world is completely different than what he sees in our world. Right. The, the learning lessons that are Bingo. going on are tremendous. Yep. We're seeing the fact that in his world of computer tech, there may be a time when his jobs don't get completed for years. Right. Uh, right. You know, for one thing after another. Whereas in our world, it's got to be completed that day. Yeah. Secondly. There's that touch, that feel. There's the, 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 the interaction with people. Right. And let's face it, we're not dealing with what we call a traditional automotive you know, a car today. These are devices. So I think we have the potential moving forward to actually attract people because of the technology. All we have to do is show them you know, how to interface in All right, well, we we got to meet these kids where they're at, too. I think some of us are so damn separated between our reality and their reality. We are, it's not us against them. we got to meet them where well, they're at. Rocky Comedian, what say you? Do you? Are your kids working in your business? Are you bringing up a culture of family? Uh, negative. At, at this point, uh, 
Um, I'm one of those, uh, well, my son's uh, not at this moment, but the younger one is very interested. Okay. He's 13, 13 years old. Uh, but I agree with you, Frank, the culture, the culture, the culture, the culture. So um, you've got to get out of that uh, uh, grease monkey situation that everybody else thinks that we got to get ourselves out of it first. Then we can uh, teach the uh, or, or uh, Well, we got to set an example, a respectable exactly. example. Yeah. Enroll the customers or our clients that we are not such, that our grades are a lot higher we, you really have to be a programmer these days to be able to work on a car. Right. So it's not like uh, you have to have uh, a 10-millimeter wrench and you're all good to go, you know? So it is it is very complicated. Yeah, it is. We're talking about and lines of code and controlled area network. Hey, Rocky, uh, this is Lee. Let, let's let Lee in, Rocky. Hang tight. Lee, you've got a program. You're seeing some differences. Um, you realize that some of this culture is maybe we need to do a better job in how we interview and what the expectations and how we can reward people. Talk to us. There's a lot of shop owners listening. What are you doing? Well, the key to it is, is you've got to meet people, just like you said, right where they're at. So you know what? Before you get people into your shop, um, you want to talk to them on the phone. You want to understand how they handle themselves. Got a list of questions. Think of it is it boils down to discipline. All right, you need to have discipline. But how do you discipline? I'm I'm 19. Oh, hold on. What I'm, I'm getting there, and the key to it is this, Frank. You know what? For a long time, the perception, parents, otherwise people, perspective people that are coming into your shop, they think our industry is just a bunch of yahoos running around. You know, we've got a bunch of cowboys holding wrenches. The key to it is, no, this is a very disciplined approach. Rocky just said it. You know, we got computer programmers. We've got people that are very, very educated. So training, you're going to set a youngster up with Ooh. continued training. Absolutely. And the thing of it is, you're going to bring them in, find out where they're at right now. Where do they want to be three years from now? Where do they want to be five years from now? And then you're going to match their needs to the abilities that they have. So we're going to take an interest in a personal interest. That's the only way to grow is because you know what? It is relationship built and it is relationships that are going to help us understand how to, let's call it mentor, all right, the next generation of mechanics. I posted on Facebook, take the now hiring down and put the now mentoring. We've got a few minutes. Uh, Kelly Weatherby, what are you saying? Well, not only uh, the education, but what kind of lifestyle you want to build, right? I mean, these kids in their 20s, they've got to build a lifestyle if they want to go away from their parents. So what kind of lifestyle do you want? Where are you at now and what can we do to educate you and what kind of lifestyle do you want to build? You asked a great question, Frank, and that is how many of, of... the, the shop owners, all right, have their families that are coming in, you know, to the business afterwards. And the key to it is this. Those who have what I'm going to call um, shops that are undisciplined or are always, you know, running ragged on the edge. Um, you they know, don't care about people, man. Let's just face the fact. That's the they key. don't care about their customer, the client base, the repeat yeah. business. Yeah. They're just looking for that big fat dollar in that day. But that's your Uncle Louie you were talking about earlier that said, hey, you know what? I was a mechanic. Possibly. In this industry. And here's the key. When you get into a, a business or any business, I don't care what it is, IT, automotive, you know what I mean? Or they working at the radio station, all right? When you have some discipline and you have things that you can follow a pattern and you can walk in from day one and you say, hey, here's a guideline of things to do. What would you like to do? And right. they say, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do all that. All right, let's do, a, let's do a quick roundabout here before mm-hmm. we wind it down. Greg Buckley, what say you? What is an attraction factor currently in your garage for a youngster to come work for you? Uh, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a culture of uh, continuous learning. Uh, we throw everything that we can at the young tech. We challenge them every day, uh, you know, under guidance, of course. But we, we, we put no barriers up in front, no handcuffs. Uh, they're working side by side. 
with either the senior tech or uh, you know a, a, a high level B, Mental. and um, they're part of they're part of all the training, whether it's higher above them or whether it's all right. Lower. So you're they're talking mentoring, the big daddy word mentoring. This is a new movement, mechanic mentoring. Get rid of the now hiring. We need to mentor. Uh, one more question as a roundabout, uh, Rocky Comedian. What are you doing to entice youngsters to come into your place? To inspire and enroll youngsters to come into the uh, business. You have to increase the pay. That's number one. Yeah, more money. We need more money for yeah, these folks. More money, uh, and on also at the same time, you have to show them that uh, that they have a position in this. In this yeah, that it can't be lost. I appreciate that. Frank, but I'm going to tell you, you got to be careful with just Frank, more money because if it's just more money and you keep throwing money at a problem, you are creating a new problem. So it could be, be careful. It could be, but I think right. the respectable approach. Boy, this can go on and on. Is let's face it. <laughs> we got to establish a respectable wage. We haven't for many years. Uh, Rocky Kamenian, thank you so much uh, for joining. Can I I just add one more thing? Please. I already posted uh, Bill Haas has a great, great, great uh, uh, segment on millennials. And please go to your. I posted it on your. I'll your put it website. on Ranch Nation. Yeah, and I yeah, think Bill Haas yeah. is a leading and industry trainer. Yes, he is to the point. He is to the point. So, thank you very much for having me thank on. Thank you, Rocky, and of course, Greg Buckley. Greg Buckley, thank you so much for joining. Hey, uh, every week we uh, appreciate you, and of course, uh, Lee and Kelly Weatherby, Accurate Automotive. Hey, let's keep the conversation going. Get on over to Facebook, Ranch Nation Facebook. Uh, if you've got any comments, concerns, we do have the scholarship you can text career. That's really important, people. $4,000 of big money uh, coming to you to help the movement. Uh, if you want to get into the automotive world, you can check that out. Lee and Kelly Weatherby, as always, a pleasure to have you in studio. Thank you so much. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for Frank. having us. Yeah, this show just flies, people. Uh, we're not going to cover the weird news. What we are going to say is we do every week. Every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.